I'm going to just hit record. The audio issues will have to uh, do whatever. They'll have to just be ignored. I can hear you. You can hear me. We can all hear each other. You might not. You might have to throw away this whole episode, depending on what 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 route we take. So I'm just gonna let you know in advance. You might get a little hectic, a little crazy. What's gonna get hectic? Whatever we talk about. All right. Can, I'll watch that one closest door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that, friend. Um. And as always, as always, I. Uh, I'm slacking on my intro music. Uh, let's do this. Yo, it's him along. I, as soon as I got to the hospital, the nurses told me I'm lucky to be alive. Three weeks later, I get a blood clot in my chest. The shit nearly killed me. And now I'm back. They don't call me the king of the north for nothing. Watch this. Alright, so mommy used to sell herself Drop a couple rocks into a pipe and light it up Think I didn't come from hell My old bestie said my head's gone It must be mental health But I got killers in my family In case you couldn't tell And I didn't want to see them niggas So I got it hella stealth And when I saw those idiots I told them by myself That I don't fear nobody I've still got ops that want me bodied But them man are still living in a cell And if I have to go back there I swear I'm going in I pray a lot these days in case I have to sin I tell them till my mouth goes dry And I need a drink I sleep well these days I never miss a wink And no, I did didn't catch the virus, though this pain in my chest A court case coming, fuck fame for a sec I'm gonna have to stand and take judgement again But I can look him in his eye, I have my baby to protect Couple things I never said out loud, I've just been living with it I gotta speak hard, though he's fucking with my spirit That's what's up, Bugsy Malone, Men 3 What you know about that, Mr. UKU? Absolutely nothing, I don't know who you think I am, I'm a man I'm a child of the Lord. <laughs> Yo. I to that riff rap. Oh man. What this they, guy this guy's shooting shots off rip. What do they call that? That grimy grime? That grimy grime. Okay. Shoot your shot. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Don't worry. I I can I can clean it up. I can clean it up real quick. <laughs> I can clean it up. Uh there we go. This this'll this'll there we go. This will this is a nice cleanup right here. Still gunshots though. Still gunshots though. I am an imperfect man. But we get up. For a saint is just a sinner who down. But we couldn't stay there and got up. Say now. Did I do that right? Did I clean that up properly? Yeah, that's a great, that's a, that's a classic. That is a true classic, a true classic joint. Yeah, man. So uh, we're jumping into a quick pod. We've been wanting to do this for a little while, and the schedules have never lined up. Either uh, I'm stuck busy, working, busy man. I'm stuck working too late. You know, things things happen. But uh, back to it. Uh, it'll be quick. We don't have a ton on the agenda, but you know, had to had to put something out there 
for the people then. So, uh, I guess, like, the biggest thing is going on right now. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since we checked in. But uh, I guess the biggest things of note right now is what's going on with the the stock and Reddit and Robin Hood and all that fun stuff. I'm sure people have heard over and over again what's going on. Uh, I know you you have some stock that has been targeted in this. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a poor man. Don't be telling people out here that I got money. That's not what I said. I said you have some stock in uh, at play in this. That is that is in the targeted I, I, in the targeted I, I, realm. I might have some stock. I might have some stock. And maybe you do. I I have I have some, but not. I don't have any GameStop. Uh, I don't have any AMC. Uh, I don't have any BlackBerry. I have just, Nokia. Just just a look of ten. Just a little bit of AMC, you know. Yeah, 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 that's all. That's all. It's just it's it's a matter of full disclosure. Uh, I, I have I have a little bit of skin in the game, but uh, you know, part of it was to be part of the fun, and part of it was uh, I couldn't do anything else with the cash in this investing account. So why not join why not? it on the why not join it on the games at hand? Now, uh, GameStop was a bit too rich for my blood. Uh, AMC didn't really cross my mind. BlackBerry did briefly, but I had sold BlackBerry a few years back at like eight dollars after buying it for thirteen and sitting on it for two years. So I just, you know, I wasn't trying to go back to to BlackBerry by any means necessary. Um, I think the last stock I sold was KP Tissue at a massive loss of like three dollars a share. But uh, so it has it has dropped significantly since then. I don't know. I've had some ups and downs. I, the thing is, like, I am, I am all about holding. Uh, but uh, like, I have no problem just letting it sit there and not even paying attention to it. Yeah. But I think there has to be a level of confidence in the stock, in some way. Like when I had KP Tissue, uh, when I bought it, it was like highly touted as, you know, this this thing that was going to make sense and and it was going to have some. I guess there was something with tissue not being able to be imported and it like deteriorating during it was a whole thing. So this is like a, a Canada based tissue company. And you'd think in COVID times, especially at that one stage where everybody was dying for toilet paper, that there would have been like a little bit of a hike on KP tissue stock. Nope. Nothing. Nada. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm just if there's no at the height of tissue pandemonium. If there's nothing going on, then I don't want to be a part of this. And, uh, yeah, I think I got out. I, I don't know if I got out before that. Yeah, I think I got out. Wherever I got out, it was like a, um, I think a $3 loss. But I remember when I bought it, it was, it was something like $17 or something like that. Yeah, right around that, 2017. Yeah, so... I think it's like when I got my uh, purchased my AMC, I completely understood why people gambled. You know, just I spent a good for my first day. I spent a good like three hours just watching those numbers. And I love oh, yeah. the second of it. I, I, I just it. I have the ticker on the top right. I used to have like the stock app on all my phones. I used to be, you know, checking up on like what's like I was always following BlackBerry, Nokia, um, uh, Apple, uh, ABC which is, you know, Google. Uh, so I was always following a couple of them, and I had very minimal stake in any of them. 
which was funny because uh, when you own a stock in a company, when they do any of their reports or voting or any of that stuff, they send you the mail. Like you get all that Crazy. stuff in the mail to, to vote on, like to vote on presidents. It's like I hold like three shares of this company. My vote is not going to sway anything anyway. But uh, yeah, you get and all that. Valuable. You get all that paperwork still. So with that being said, I think what's been funny for me uh, that I've been looking at this past day. So I was, I am newer to Wall Street bets. I think I joined the the Reddit forum on Thursday or Friday. Um, just to see what was going on, what they were talking about, and what's what I've seen in the media being reported, and what is being actually done on the on the on the subreddit is completely different. So, uh, the media manipulation by these what would appear to be um, these these companies or hedge funds that are on the negative sides of these shares, so they have the shorts for the shares that are being yeah. touted right now. Um, they're trying to change the narrative and kind of change the the opinion of the masses. So there was a lot of stuff coming out on Friday that was saying that Melvin Capital had sold their shorts. It's like, so why are they advertising that they have sold their short position? That wouldn't matter to anybody. The only reason you would advertise that you sold your short position was so that people thought the mission was accomplished and started selling the stock. And if they sold the stock, that would mean that the stock price would drop, which would mean that your short position would be less impacted by the increase in the stock price. So there's no real reason to advertise. Um, there's wifey saying goodnight. Um, so yeah, there's no real reason to advertise that you've sold your short position. So that, that just is a red flag as a complete lie. Okay. Uh, and then there is, uh, then they started to change the narrative all over the place saying that the Redditors have gone from uh, GameStop stock to now they're targeting silver. There was a little boost in silver. Oh, yeah. But yeah, what's funny that. is the the increase in silver, and I think silver, there's a large holding by one of the, I think it's Citadel. Um, this is what it seems like. I'm just, I'm just reporting what was on Reddit and what's been going on and what they've been highlighting. Uh, Citadel, I think, holds a large amount of silver, so they were touting silver as, like, the new the new stock to target for the short squeeze. So they're trying to move people from GME over to silver. So they're boosting the silver price. And I've been in the Reddit forums for the last four days. I have not seen a single mention of silver. There's been Dogecoin. There's been BlackBerry. There's been Nokia. There's been GME and AMC. And that's really it. Those are like the main stocks. Some one or two people will like suggest something else, but I have not seen silver anywhere. And even like Nokia is one of the stocks that was on the list of stocks that Robinhood was limiting the buying of. There's been minimal mention of Nokia throughout the forums. So I feel yeah. like as someone who's holding Nokia, who's been like looking for the obscure things that they're talking about, I haven't seen silver mentioned once. But all of a sudden on CN- CNBC. And all these business insider things, they're saying that the the subreddit is now targeting silver. And I've been in the forums. They're not targeting silver. They don't care about silver. All it is is telling a bunch of people to hold, don't sell, and uh, you know to have their have their diamond hands, and just to just to weather the storm. It's been a lot of Love that. It. That's really been all that the Reddit forums been about. Um, and you know, just the gameplays for the day. You get your little your little briefing on what the what the attack strategy is for the day. And I'm not gonna lie, like uh, GameStop took a hit today. I think they yeah, they, they closed. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they. I think they lost a hundred point, a hundred percent. Sorry, a hundred points. Yeah, hundred points in the stock market. Um, because they, what did they close at on Friday? On Friday they were taking a dip. So on Friday, Friday at five o'clock. That's when the market closed. Right around market close, they were at three twenty-eight. Which is down from the 469 on the previous day. Like it, it, it took a jump. And then uh, I think it opened today at 317. And right now it is at like 225. It, it closed at. So it's been a wild ride. It's extremely volatile. But I mean, whatever. You, you know. Have some fun if you've got some money that's not going to make or break your life and you're not going to be stressed about. Some people are doing some wild stuff in this forum, man. Yeah. Some people yeah, are, they're right. having, they're having at it. But at the same time, it's like, if you don't play the game, can't you win, don't, baby. you can't win. People are throwing like their life savings at this stuff. That's, that's when you got to drop the line. Like, I mean, I do you have to though? Facebook. It's like, I mean, here's the thing. Like people are always saying like, oh, this is what well, everybody has in defense defense of like the hedge funds in wall street oh you guys are going to ruin people's lives i'm like well if your chances are if you're going out and getting a second mortgage on your house you're going to get these crazy borrowing rent borrowing money stuff then obviously you're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing but if you i mean but you're not at, at the same and you can afford to lose it all right go for it you i think i think there's a difference in i think there's a difference in borrowing though I'm I'm not suggesting at all. I I am giving no one financial advice. I don't have any to give. I like I said, like I don't have a good uh, hold of the stock market. I've played in it and dilly dallied in it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. As far as what I have for my stuff through work is through like a, a mutual fund. It's managed by a company. Uh, my workplace deposits into it monthly. I have nothing to do with it. It's in like an aggressive fund, but outside of that, I got nothing. Um, so. That's that's really it there. Uh, on the other side, I think it's it's one of those things with gambling. It's like sometimes to hit it big, you got to do risky stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and and honestly, that's kind of how it works. Is you like you got to go all the way in, but there's some stuff where it just gets ridiculous. And I don't know if you've got twenty thousand dollars saved up and you want to do that, and you know, whatever. Because the, the the thing is like if you. If you all you've got is twenty grand to your name, it's like while that is a good chunk of change, it's not much. It's not that much. It's a lot. It's damn sure a lot of money, but it's not like life altering money. It's it's a great amount of money to have in a jam, but outside of that, but if you have twenty grand and and you can you know multiply that a hundred times over, now now you're doing some stuff. Like, if you bought GME when it was at, like, $4 a share. Oh, why not, man? You're rolling in it right now. And you That's sold, another thing. It's like you sold at people, 400 You know, most of the people, like, if you're hopping in late and you're just, you know, you're just trying to make a quick buck out of it, which, again, I have no problem with. I don't really care personally. But it's that's when you got to be like, all right. If, at a certain point, you got to be like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't. Just common sense. But the way that uh, because I just watched there was a video of some some old bald headed dude. I guess he's a 
he's something to do with Wall Street, and he went on this rant for like two minutes, and he was like, these Redditors that think it's funny, I sincerely hope that they understand that their time should be better spent elsewhere instead of staring at a screen all day. They should spend their time trying to make a connection with people or... Yo, I'm so sick of these corporations and companies and hedge funds that all got bailed out in 2008 and no one went to jail and now they're trying to create uh, you know regulations now it's it's ridiculous it was the corniest thing I've ever watched in my life like he was like they're gonna find these writers are gonna find themselves in the same situation as these young women do that are watching Instagram and have a low self-esteem I'm like, what is the correlation? What are you talking about? Like you guys aren't even trying to come up with a good cover story. They're yeah, just throwing no, they're, anything they're, they're that's what can stick. They're just bugging, man. Um, I don't know. They're on some other stuff. Uh, I think the... All I know is money printer go burr. That's it. That's all I know. Yeah, I'm the Wolf of Wall Street guy just did some stuff. Um, I'll check that out later. It seems to be a uh, profanity-laced uh, rant, so we'll not get into that yet. Uh, but on, like, you know, since we're just doing a quick thing, uh, testing the waters, as it were, um, I had overheard something, and it piqued my interest, just in that, like, it made no sense to me. Like... It, it, I, I, was, I was like, this is, this is stupid. It's not the same thing. You're making a false equivalency uh, to the point where I'm like, there is very little to no justification, but I'll give you the slightest benefit of the doubt. So uh, the, uh, with the coronavirus, COVID-19, when Trump was trying to label the coronavirus the China virus, he was doing it... Uh, with with what I would perceive as negative intentions. He was trying to label... He just wanted to try to have some responsibility. Yeah, like there, he was trying to uh, assign a level of responsibility to China. And I'm not saying there isn't any culpability there. <clears throat> it has been reported and, and said of a number of individuals who are much smarter than I am that the way that this virus has come about... Uh, is suspicious for a naturally occurring virus and would um, lean towards something being man-made in a lab. Not saying that it was an intention; it was intentionally released, but that it would look like a virus that was more a, a man-made thing. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, when Trump was labeling it the China virus, that was done with the intent of putting the onus on China and like trying to assign the blame for the virus on China. And what I'm saying is that that's, that's whatever. But then there was this level of xenophobia that was taking place. And there were a number of Chinese and uh, Asian individuals that were being targeted and mistreated because people were assuming that they were then bringing the virus to America or to Canada. You know, there was a level of harassment taking place there. Now, what the, the comparison that was made was that, well, you know, now they're talking about the UK variant and they're talking about the South African variant. But when Trump was saying it was a China virus, that was racist. I was like, well, those are two different things. 
what's happening with the UK variant is this is the team in the UK that has found this variant of the virus. So they have called it the UK variant because that's where it was discovered. Yeah. As like, and it's not like an attacking thing. They're just labeling the different variants. And it's like, it's a weird thing. It's like, well, when he said it was a China virus, he was just saying that's where it's from. And that's accurate, no, but the no, no. but anybody, the intent it, it behind is, it is it, different. It is true that like that statement by itself is true, but there's more to that statement, right? Right. So if, if it was anybody else, let's say if it was anybody else that said it, yeah, it might stop there. But it's the fact that he then went further on. We all know the reasons why he was trying to blame China, and obviously, like it, the the virus comes from China. We already, for the most part, that's completely and widely accepted and understood. But then it's the other variants of names that he gave it. And it's the whole back and forth where China was trying to put the blame on the United States, which is just wild and insane, right? right. Because at some point they were like, oh, no, it's from the States, which is just insane. But then the States and Trump were trying to get ahead of it, saying, like, no, you need to take responsibility for this. It's China virus. But then when he went on, like, even though it was funny at the time, but then when he started going the Kung Fu virus, which is a bar, but then at that, that point, it's like, all right, you have no credibility anymore. You can't sit there and be like, no, I'm just trying to name it, like how they would name the Spanish flu. Like, nah, it's, you took it to that level. So, yeah, no, it's a false equivalency for sure. Yeah, definitely a false equivalency. And that, that's how I saw it. That's how I read it as a false equivalency. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was really it. So it was just that, that kind of false equivalency that was being made there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, outside of that, coronavirus is still kicking. There's some places that are open, and it just seems like they're, they don't care. And I, I, it's hard to gauge because it's like so many people have gotten better and so many people have had varying degrees of, you know, uh, sickness with the virus. Um, but, like, there's been, you know, people from all, like, back in, back in our home city, there was, a, what, a 20-something-year-old kid that died. Um, he's a basketball player. I forget his name. Rest in peace to you, to you, young man. But like, he was a twenty-something-year-old, relatively healthy young kid, seemingly uh, no pre-existing conditions. But that you know, that's unknown. But you know, he died from the from the coronavirus. So it's 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 difficult to like, gauge. Yeah, it's definitely what I think. That's what like keeps people talking about it. You know, there's no, you don't know, right? You have no idea how it's going to impact you. Still, there's not a better understanding because, like, before when it was like, I only kills old people, everybody was like, whatever, who cares? But then when it started coming in, like, nah, not only does it kill young people too, but it kills, it leaves, it's not even so much just the killing, it's like the, what's the permanent damage that it's going to leave behind, right? Right. So I think, like, that's like a lot of people's main concern is like, if I get this, how's it going to impact me two years from now, five years from now, all that good stuff. I mean, but even even in the in the in our hometown, like they had three hundred and sixteen deaths from COVID, yeah. which is actually quite a lot of people. It doesn't seem like a lot because it's like, you know, it's one percent of whatever, however many hundred thousand. But one percent, one percent to wipe out. Yeah, yeah, like because if you think of it, like so, if it's a hundred thousand people, ten percent of a hundred thousand people is a thousand people. No, 10,000 people, sorry. So 1% would be 1,000 people. If 1,000 people die from something, that's an issue. Yeah, 100%. So, I, I mean... The, even though the ambulances, I saw the ambulances, they were working, like, overtime. Like, you couldn't... I couldn't leave my house and drive somewhere without seeing at least three ambulances back and forth chartering. So, 
It was it was mayhem. People are still people still not caring. Got stupid people still protesting. I mean, of all the ways, like of all the ways to risk yourself, you're gonna risk yourself protesting something you know is real. Mm, hey, I don't want to wear a mask. If they want to if they want to go out there and protest in the dead of winter, Godspeed to you. And yeah, it's like it's it's the little things that I just can't take. The level of complaining for something that's seemingly so easy to do. Just throwing a mask. Nobody wants to. You know, and I think this has been the biggest. I was talking about this the other day. I think, like, the biggest takeaway is obviously we've already, everybody's already come to the conclusion, like, it's going to be almost impossible to go back to the way things were. Right. But, like, you ever be watching Netflix and or, like, just TV in general, and you just be looking at people and be like, why are you so close? Why are you guys so close to each other? Why are there so many people in this room or this house? At least that's my brain, nonstop. I'll just be watching the movie. Obviously, it's before Corona was even a thing. And I'll just be sitting there like, there's no reason for this many people to be in that much of a close space. There's no reason for you to be shaking hands and touching like that. You know? So, like, I wonder how it's going to be after, once this is all over, if some of these uh, habits think, are going to stick around. I think for me, like, the mask will stick, stick around. Um, maybe not in everyday public situations, but especially if, like, I'm going to be around a ton of people or if uh, if I'm feeling sick and I'm not trying to get anybody else at work sick or something like that, which if you're sick, stay home. But like there's those days where it's like, I don't know if it's really a cold, but it might be a little something. It could just be like some sinus pressure or some like a like a sinus thing. But uh, I think so. What's crazy is um, the amount of flu cases that are down because people are interacting yeah. with their social distancing. So it's not really the double whammy that we were expecting in that the flu, uh, the common flu was going around and COVID it's been mainly COVID. So flu, flu deaths and flu infections are down significantly. I figured that that would be the case, right? At least that's what I thought. Cause everybody's washing their hands more, staying away from people. There's no gatherings. There's no, none of that working from home too. Like, I think working. Obviously. I think the working from home tra- trend is going to continue, uh, especially if it's not at the same level. It'll be at a couple days a week, um, you know. Especially if you're like for me, most of my job requires me to put hands on product, but I can I can get away with one or two days a week at home where it's it's answering emails, and doing like the administrative side of my job. So I definitely see you know a, a future where there's definitely a lot less in person at work because it's an added expense for the employers. You're probably better off in what you would save in uh, rent and, and just like the cost yeah, of having a business open being just, just taking that and saying, no, we're not going to do that. Getting your, like you already have your employees set up with computers at the office. Same thing. So that and a phone at home. Great. And understanding that, yeah, you might lose a couple hours of productivity, but you might also gain a few. So, yeah, it's going to be flexed hours and it's going to be like, yeah, they weren't at their computer from nine to five the entire day. But I think the level of productivity is going to be relatively the same. Um, and, yeah, I think I think it's going to be the way forward for sure. I think it's definitely the way to go. But I think it's it's harder for Canada, it's especially harder for Canada because we're such like so much landmass, so spread out. Our infrastructure, especially Internet wise, terrible. Awful, god yeah, awful. Definitely, I'm actually looking forward to Starlink for out by the farm because um, the internet out there is was horrendous. Mm-hmm. It got better, but it it's 
There's lots of places in Canada where you can you can't get five megs down, and that sounds insane. Exactly. I think uh, for our systems, for my work, MNSI was like everybody who had MNSI literally just couldn't do their job for like a good three hours, and then it's continued to give troubles all day. So you know, there's going to be problems like that. But other than that, it's I think the trade-off for employees and for the employer is definitely worth it. Because like especially if you're a massive, like you have to be renting out these massive office spaces, right? Right. And you can literally just tell them go home, do your job from home, and that I think there was a thing I saw it, this guy was advertising and I'm sure it's not a new idea but he got onto it in a good time where he's like rental meeting spaces for like businesses oh yeah so it's something like that so it's like that would just be it when you need to have a obviously if you're a big enough company it's it's one of the reasons I wanted to well not quite that but I've, I've been looking at uh I had been looking at getting into commercial real estate for a while just because there's a there's some different possibilities there but Rental oh, meeting so spaces, cool. uh, things like that would be great. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, with that now, uh, I'm going to see if there's anything interesting in the news that we can jump into real quick. Um, I think I don't know if you heard. I think this is in Canada. But about those uh, those two, I won't say any races, but two, two people, uh-huh. two uh, nice Canadians that – um, flew to a, I think it was a uh, isolated community in Canada. Okay. To a native community, so that they could get the COVID shot. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, so they flew all the way. They got the COVID shot somehow, and then they got caught that they're not even from the community. They skipped over a wait list, and I think it was a couple. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, so millionaire Canadian flew by private plane to remote province. To get vaccines meant for elderly First Nations people, officials said. Um, this article right now is in Business Insider. A wealthy Canadian couple was fined after officials said they flew to Canada's remote north to access vaccines meant for vulnerable Indigenous people who live there. Rodney and Ekaterina Baker were accused of leaving Vancouver and traveling more than 1,000 miles to Beaver Creek, Yukon for a coronavirus shot per the Yukon News. At least part of the trip was allegedly by private plane. Rodney Baker was uh, was head of the Great Canadian Gaming Corporation, according to Yukon News. His total and, and his total annual compensation in 2019 was 10.6 million. The company announced his resignation on January 25th, four days after he and his wife were fined. He was first appointed president in 2010 after previously working as a senior advisor. So you know, just using uh, you know, just using that money, letting that money talk. Just throwing it around for no reason. I mean, it's almost I think like not nah, that's this one's bad, but it's almost as bad as when the other actually it's probably the same level of bad. The I think when this first the pandemic was first really breaking out, and the, during the first lockdown there was another couple that literally flew from uh, I forget where they flew from, but I think it might have been like Montreal, Quebec, wherever, like that was like hit hard with COVID, and they flew all the way out to get another isolated native community up north, and they are uh, they're like, oh yeah, we'll just ride it out, we'll literally just ride out COVID, the COVID lockdown here, we can't catch it up here, and then literally the uh, chief literally had to, he's like, he saw these two white people waltzing off the plane. He said they looked like Disney characters. They had no <laughs> business being there. They didn't have any like stuff to survive the winter 
So not only did they have to look out for them, make sure they get back, but they had to take care of them while they mm-hmm. were there because it's like, it's not like a, there was no like, it's not like you can just walk into a store, buy your food and be good. Like you still have to have survival skills and know what you're doing out there. But. Yeah, becoming a burden. Cause I mean, in those instances, I'm more worried about them actually bringing the virus there with them. Absolutely. That's like, I think that's like everybody's concern is like, what are you doing? You're really going to do all this just to screw over a whole community that has zero support. Right. Like it's wild. Like the selfishness of people to me is just wild. And then you look at the States, like I literally, they're still, they have, like, they're having celebrities promote clubs and whatnot. And people are still going. Oh, Florida's, Florida's open, my guy. Florida's wide open. And like, person over there where like they had somebody die of COVID every three seconds or something. And they were just like, nah, it's cool. Let's keep going. Just wild. It is what it is over there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on with that. Uh, not a whole lot, a whole lot else going on. It is the first of February. So happy black history month. So, um, you know, it is what it is. It is that, that month of all months. Of course, it's the shortest, and in, in some people's opinions, one of the worst months, because you're like in that in that point of winter in certain certain. They areas. hold us. They literally just hold us. Give us. Gave them the shortest month. Oh man, February can be a rough month because it's cold right now. It's cold. Um, it's like you're in the dead of winter. Spring feels far away. Winter doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like the beginning of winter. It just feels like this long, drawn-out portion of it. So, it's just a nice hell you've been stuck in. That's that's it. But you know, we got, we we'll rise above. Uh, we'll we'll wrap the Black History Month, and we'll uh we'll enjoy it. But yeah, that's that's really all I had had to discuss today. Um, there wasn't too much on the agenda really. Just uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, trying to see. I don't know if there's anything uh. Nothing, nothing else should be going on other than uh. No, I mean, I can. I'm sure I can scour the interwebs to find something, but uh, um, there's nothing that really pops out to me right now. Uh, here's some people doing crazy things. Uh, we had a, a lady that had her mom was found frozen in their f- freezer. What? Uh, by a cleaning. Oh, you didn't hear the story. This is in, this is somewhere in the states, I believe. I can find the article. Um, woman's mother. Let's get the Google search. Woman's mother found in freezer. So while you're searching that up, yep. Wakanda TV show coming. Oh, it already happened to makes. It's already it being worked on. Yeah, so Wakanda's gonna be popping. I think that would be dope. It's dope for the culture. That should be fun. The, the Netflix had, uh, there was Black Panther, the animated one. That was yeah. really, really good. So like, you could literally I've... just take that and it was really good. It's definitely worth watching. It came yeah. out like a couple years ago, actually. Crazy. So this story actually happened in Japan. My apologies for throwing that on the United States of America. Uh, Yumi Yoshino, 48, said that she found her mother dead and hid her body, sorry, hid the body 10 years ago. Because she didn't want to move out of the Tokyo home they shared. Oof. Local media reported citing unnamed police sources. There were no visible wounds on the frozen body, police said. The authorities could not determine the time and cause of death of the woman's death. The body was reportedly discovered by a cleaner after Miss 
Yoshino had been forced to leave the apartment due to missing rent payments. The body had been bent to fit in the freezer, police said. Miss Yoshino was arrested in a hotel in the city of Chiba near Tokyo on Friday. So, you know, it's desperate times out there, my guy. People, you know, they can't afford their rent, so they're... they're, I mean... Yeah, I I wasn't, all kinds of wild stuff. I'm not sure if it was. I think it was this. No, it might not have been this podcast actually with you. But uh, there was another case. I think this was in the states where there was a, a lady who passed away, but she had uh, uh, she had more than one child. But I guess the oldest one was is um these uh, special needs. Yep. Or whatever the right term. I don't know exactly. Intellectually what disabled. Yeah. So. And I guess she passed away. And I think at least it's it was at least a year, and they uh her her, her brother came to visit, and every time he, he came around like twice I guess trying to visit, and he never got a hold of her, and then he would call never really got her but he never really checked he was like whatever she's gone she's not there, and I guess there was three three people living in that house with the dead body still in there, so nobody in the family ever did like a check to see like hey what's going on we haven't heard from her but literally. The, the mom, she was just dead. Like, obviously, she's an older, right? She's not, like, 50, 40. Like, she's an older woman. She's dead in the room, and just nobody decided to check on her, and the son just stayed with the body that entire year. Went about his life, obviously not having the full mental capacity, you know, wits to know, like, hey, I need to call somebody to do something about this. But he just went on, went on with life, did everything casual and usual. Uh, she was still getting her, what is it called, the... What do they call them? Social insurance benefits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's still getting those checks. And so, like, that's why the rent was paid. The bills were paid because it automatically taken out of the account, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And it just kept going on until finally, I think, somebody went in and, like, the smell and everything was so awful. They finally went and did something and checked in, and that's how they found out, which is just insane. Like, it's insane to think of, like, how things like that can happen, but... It could really be like I'm that. sure it's still happening more often, especially now with people not being outside. How are you going to know that you haven't seen Mary in six That's months? That's true. When you haven't been able to see Mary in six months. But yeah, I mean, we'll wrap it on. Some people be crazy and they do crazy things to survive, but uh, I don't know. Some of it's still inexcusable. But on that note, on that note, what uh, what napper do you have available for us? I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term napper. Napper is what we've associated the uh, uh, the obscure, popular, new or old music that we're just trying to trying to vibe to on our way out of the pod. Ah man, honestly, I don't have any sleep. Actually, you know what? You know what? I got no, one. We don't did do. You, sleep. Did you watch? Did you watch Soul? I did watch Soul. How'd you like? How'd you like that movie? I thought it was okay. I was. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was going to be a Christmas movie. When I turned it on to watch with my family, my wife cried during it. So, why'd she cry? And don't, she related to the character don't. a lot, I guess. I don't know. To which character? Also, because she marries a black man, she thinks she can just start relating to black characters, huh? Anyways, I'm joking. But she's uh, right. <laughs> she's gonna smack the fire to me. My wife goes above and beyond. Okay. It's How Black History Month. She can't talk to me crazy. This my month. Uh, you do right. you know what she did? That she she educated our daughter this morning on Black I know History. She did. My wife goes above and beyond. Can't believe you know. You. So you should, you should be ashamed of yourself having her educating. You should be educated. Hey, you know sometimes sometimes you know, um, you know, 
Well, so but, uh, so what you got? What do you, what song are you playing here? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna duck that real quick. Uh, you know, there's Parting Ways, Cody Chestnut. It was actually in the movie. All right, Parting Ways by Mr. Cody Chestnut. You want the movie version of that? Is that what you want? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for that. That's that's a version that I uh, listened to. It took me it took me a little while to find it. Life, I promise I'll bring us to one Bleeding hard in the end now Though we are parting ways We shall come around To touch eyes again If love is the foundation Purpose be to recycle life I promise you'll bring us to one Bleeding hard in the end May you be blessed with good drink and food and may your tongue be covered with a garment of good news love the foundation purpose is to recycle life this is how living high really began oh how it all began oh how true love and begin what da 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 how true love and begin oh. Now love, 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 love Talking about love, love, love God-given love, talking about love Dope. Uh, Parting Ways by Cody Chestnut. So uh, for my napper here, uh, I'm going to go with... Let's do a sad song. We'll uh, we'll do uh, Supermarket Flowers by Ed Sheeran. Took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill Through the day old tea from the cup Packed up the photo album Matthew had made Memories of a life that's been loved Took the Garrett Wilson cars and stuffed animals Pulled the old ginger beer down the sink Dad always told me don't you cry when you're down But mum there's a tear every time that I blink Oh I'm in 
in pieces it's tearing me up but i know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved so i'll sing hallelujah you were an angel in the shape of my mom when i fell down you'd be there holding me up spread your wings as you go when God takes you back you'll say hallelujah you're home I fluffed the pillows made the bed stacked the chairs up folded your nightgowns neatly in a case John said he'd drive then put his hand on my cheek and wiped a tear from the side of my face Now hope that I see the world as you did cuz I know a life with love is a life that's been lived so I'll sing hallelujah You are an angel in the shape of my mom Spread your wings as you go and when God takes you back you'll say hallelujah you're to see the person i have become spread your wings and i know the when god took you back he said hallelujah you're home was that sad enough that did that killed that killed the vibes it's just a legend uh, hey ed a beast super talented dude extremely talented dude just the beast you know do you have another napper lined up, friend? Or are we on are we on our way to an exit? Uh, I call it an exit. I don't really got any. I haven't right. been on my music tip, you know. So we'll we'll call it an exit and uh we'll go out with some Oh of course I don't have any of his music that would be a good outro. That's too obvious. That's too obvious. That's too obvious. Whatever. We'll play the obvious stuff. So with that, we out here, uh, you know, be blessed. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Matthew, uh, whatever your name is. Yes, this has been the Random Output Podcast. I am your host, Tony Clemmings. You know, here's go, here goes my daughter with the drops. Oh, I'm the, oh, I'm the Listen to my rap. And like that, we're out here. Peace, peace. Peace, peace.
I dedicate this one right here to all my homies out there grinding. You know what I'm saying? Legally and illegally. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, check it out. Uh. First got it when he was six, didn't know any tricks Matter of fact, first time he got on it, he slipped Landed on his hip and busted his lip For a week he had to talk with a list like this Now we can end the story right here But shorty didn't quit, it was something in the air Yeah, he said it was something so appealing He couldn't fight the feeling, something about it He knew he couldn't doubt it, couldn't understand it Brand it, since the first kick flip, he landed uh, Labeled a misfit, a bandit His neighbors could Stand his soul. He was banished to the park. Started in the morning, one stopped after dark. Yeah, when they said it's getting late in here. So I'm sorry, young man, there's no skating here. So we kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. And away road, just a rebel to the world with no place to go.